Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Peace family is 19 Keys with the 19 Keys podcast. You're listening to a high-level conversation. Tap in. All right, a word from one of our sponsors. Make sure you tap into Goldwater Products. After you come listen to the information, you're going to need your memory stimulated so you can download everything in that prefrontal cortex. You want to make sure that hippocampus area of your brain that regulates mood, memory, and learning is fully functional and tapped in. Therefore, you want to tap into Goldwater. They have smart malls, sports malls, vitamin C malls, colloidal silver. They have just about everything that you, your child, and your whole entire family needs to stimulate your brain and your body and to make sure that your immune system is functioning. Before you tap into this great high-level conversation, listen to this song by Tezu Kulando called Goldwater. Peace, family. It's 19 Keys. That's 19 Keys, the podcast with electrical thought patterns and conversations. Tap in. To understand that this is a generation that was born with social media. This is a generation that was born with the internet. So they do not remember coping with existence beforehand or utilizing technology in any other manner. They know this reality the social media reality. Now, this social media thing becomes a real experience. So you actually feel stuff that happens on here. Your enviousness is real. You know what I mean? Your portrait and your idea of self, it literally lives here. Now, nobody can discount, you know, your reality based on your perception of what happens in your mind. The only difference between reality and your experiences from what people consider to not be real reality is the fact that reality is made up of carbon and atoms. You understand me? So when I think about this generation, man, I empathize with y'all because you don't have any basis to set yourself up because you were born in an area in an era of stress. You were born in an era of anxiety. So some people may say that, you know, social media doesn't cause it to increase. That's just, that's like saying that cocaine doesn't cause your chances of going crazy and doing something you normally wouldn't do. Um, social media definitely increases addiction, it increases cortisol levels, um, it increases a myriad of different things that our body has to fight against because it unaligns our natural self. You understand me and who we are originally as people on the planet Earth. And it creates aggressive behavior, it creates uh, conflict, it creates envious nature, uh, it promotes jealousy. You understand me? And uh, it doesn't promote self-love and happiness and positivity. Now, there are some pages that do, but as a platform of, with billions of followers, that is not the overall feeling. Most people get on social media and report that they actually feel more stressed and that they actually have a negative experience. People utilize it because of its effectiveness as a tool to be able to take the thoughts that's in your mind and actually get them done. 
And so as a tool, yes, it's very effective. The same way a gun can give you a peace if you're defending your home. But if somebody's shooting at you, it's not so peaceful. And every day you're getting on social media, somebody is shooting at you. You understand me? So we have to be able to take our minds and just stop for a second. And take back ownership of our minds, but more so importantly, our decision-making power. Um, every single day, you only have so much like executive decision-making power to where your IQ is at its highest. And you utilizing the function of your mind to make the best decisions to where those thoughts that's in the deep area of your brain, they come up to that prefrontal cortex and you can focus and you're ready to get things done. Um the issue with it is, is that social media is always dragging you energy, dragging you here, comparing you here, taking you here. And every time that you consume content, the content is actually thinking for you. Thinking is an actual deliberate thought. So you have to bring those thoughts up and deliberately think. See, when your mind is stressed, you up there thinking so much that it's eroding the quality of your thinking. And then it's actually eroding the quality of your mind and your brain. It's tearing you apart. It's actually causing stress. This causes anxiety, which can cause depression. Depression decreases creativity. So now you're not actually able to function and do the necessary things in order to get yourself out of it. So you try to treat a, a symptom of the issue, never getting to the root cause. I get it. You understand me? It's definitely not easy. And people are not teaching us to go to the root cause because in capitalism, it's all about treating the symptom so that you can continue to have a business. So some of us, we come in here and we deliver you high science, information, knowledge, you understand me, so that you cannot be caught up in the crowd mind. Now, what is the crowd mind? I talked about this on my podcast, and I talk about it a lot consistently because we have to constantly be reminded. We have to constantly have divine reminders to stay up on top of things. Now, there's a lot of money to be made out here in these streets, a lot of mental wealth to be gained, a lot of enlightenment that one can utilize in their mind um, to live a prosperous life. But how do you get to all of that when all of this is happening? All of this is the Donald Trumps, the Kanye Wests, the problems, the baby mama dramas, the issues, social media, the comparing of bodies and angles and likes, and all of the unimportant filters that exist in front of us seeing the opportunities. See, when all of this is in front of you and there's an opportunity behind that, you don't have enough energy to notice the opportunities, right? You have a product, you have a service, you have a business, you have a goal. You understand me? Now, some people have gotten to the points to where their habits are just successful. It's like whatever they do touch, it's, it's just a Midas touch because their minds have learned how to navigate through this world and focus on their real true purpose. Now, these people you see and you like, damn, huh? it just seems like everything that they want to do just manifests, that it's just turned to gold, that things are just working for them. Because there's an aspect of themselves that they decided to be, and that's what they decided to create. Once you make it in your mind that you're successful, that you're a blogger, you're a writer, you're a podcaster, you're a celebrity, uh, you're revolutionary, every thought has to add up to that belief itself that you identify who you are. Now, if you don't really know yourself, then you become chaotic. You want to be like this person you just seen. The ladies want the ass of that person and the face of that person. Why you want her face? Well, you want her face because it gets the most likes. Not because you really want it, but that's the face that gets the likes. So now you're comparing who you are with somebody else because of the social media algorithm reward system. So now you don't even want to be yourself. You want to be them. But it's not that you want to be them. 
You want to be them as content so you can utilize that to get what you want. Mm. See, you're going to equate the likes with a self a sense of worth, right? Same way when a person goes gambling, right? When a person gambles, they're not really doing it for the money. They're doing it for the feeling. Gambling gets you a, an addictive feeling. You go to Vegas, the lights, the, the air, the music, everything in there is to give you a feeling. You understand me? So people are addicted to the feeling that they get on social media. Addicted to the feeling that they get from gambling. The serotonin levels increase. You know what I mean? To where you feel happy and you associate this act with your real happiness. I get it. Now, beyond all of that that's going on, there's the opportunities that exist behind it. What are the opportunities? I was talking with some good brothers, so we was talking about podcasting. And, of course, this is actually going to go on my podcast. Every day you got the opportunity to wake up, take your thoughts, Put them on a podcast, spread it out to the world, let the world listen, give you feedback, you understand me, and possibly convert that attention actually into uh, capital uh, in a form of either somebody sponsoring you or in a form of putting out an idea there for somebody to listen and want to collaborate back towards. I had the thought process that people always say it's too many rappers, it's too many, everybody wants to be artists. Let them. I think everybody should be an artist. I think everybody should be a rapper. Everybody should be everything that they want to be. Why? Because it gives us more selection of options. I want to hear what the average person has in them. They might have something good. We so used to being curated, you understand me, based on capitalism saying that you can only have this top five or top ten. No, let me choose. That's what social media did. It gave us the choice to choose for ourselves what we actually like. And what we found out is through this variety of choices, we have eclectic tastes. We don't just like one thing. It was just the fact that we were only served one thing. See, when you start to travel the world, what you start to develop different paste, uh, taste palettes. You understand me? I didn't know if I, I didn't know I liked Jamaican food. You understand me? I didn't know I liked African food, Ethiopian food. You know what I mean? All of these different cuisines until I started to taste them. So social media allows us to taste more. Now your taste levels goes up. You know what I mean? And they become more diverse. But... Are you allowing people to taste your flavor? That's the game, no? You never know what the world likes from you until you allow them to get a little taste. Because we all are coming from different cosmic ingredients. So we different recipes that God cooked up in the kitchen. You know what I'm talking about? So the important thing is this. I've created different streams of income for myself. Why? Because not only did I want the world to taste the different flavors that I got, I just wanted to taste the different flavors that the world got when it comes to monetizing and creating solutions for myself. Now, I can be stuck and ask some questions like, nobody's helping me. Nobody's giving me the game. You understand me? I can be mad at influencers and leaders. Nobody's collaborating. I said I wanted unity. Why the stuff ain't working out? What's wrong with black people? No. I had to stop and I had to look at self. Family ain't even supporting, man. I done created this business. They ain't nobody show up. They show up for a birthday. Go kick it, trick, fuck hoes, shit like that. No, you have to create a family business. Man, you know what I'm saying? Uh, um, the friends are always negative. They always around me. Ain't talking about nothing, man. I get tired of them. Well, you have to get you a new set of friends. But first, you have to become the type of person that other people that talk about ideas, business, plans, strategy, investments, want to be around because you add value to that circle. It, 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 it makes you take extreme ownership of your life. Right. And everything that happens when you realize that you are the central figure in all your problems, which also mean you're the central figure in all your solutions. I had a consultation with a brother earlier and I broke down 
Um, the importance of knowing what you maintain. So if a person tells me that they've been diagnosed with a dis-ease, a dis-ease requires maintenance, meaning that there's three stages in life. And I was listening to Valuetainment on YouTube, and he broke this down very simplistic and very great. He said, first you build. Now, what you build is not always a positive thing. You can build disease up in your body by over-chemicalizing it, under-mineralizing it, dehydrating it, eating the wrong foods, putting too much sugars, things of that nature. You can build up depression by creating stressful anxiety-driven situations, sleep loss, a bunch of different things, inflammation within the body. This has to be maintained, right? You can, um, you can build up debt, you understand me, by spending money that you don't really have that you're not going to pay back. You understand me? You can build negative things. You can build negative programming that programs your mind towards poverty instead of success and wealth. To see the negativity, to see the problems instead of see the solutions. Now, after you build something, you have to maintain it. So or you can build up positive income. You can build up a positive relationships. You can build up positive uh, debt. You can build up positive credit. You understand me? You can build assets. You can build a healthy body, a strong body, muscles. You know what I'm talking about like these. You can build the programming in your mind and seek opportunities. You can build up your ability to articulate yourself by practicing your expression of self and putting something in your mind worthy of being expressed. Once you build it up, these things require maintenance. So now you have to maintain that which you have built. So now that I built up this, this healthy strong muscle filled body you know what i'm talking about now i gotta maintain it means that i can't just go to the gym that i built it up. i went through the pain i didn't feel like getting up this morning i went anyway i did legs now i'm strong i could be a leg model and everything when they be doing the sideways poses but i gotta keep maintaining that means i gotta go back and back and back until it becomes so easy that it's a part of my habits that if i wanted to break that habit then that's when it will feel actually hard so now that I've gotten to this point where I'm maintaining my good habits of just healthy spending, I don't even let my money drop to a certain point. I don't even let debt build up. I don't even, I can't even think like that no more. I can't even track uh, uh, unbeautiful, you know what I mean, women and situations and things of that nature in my life. I can't even attract negativity no more. You know what I'm talking about? I got my maintenance together. Everything working out. Everything is I'm maintaining. Or on the negative flip side, your credit is back because you're maintaining the bad habits. Your relationship back because you're maintaining the negative attractions that you put out there into the universe. You're repelling the good people and attracting the negative ones. You know what I mean? These things require maintenance. So you look at your life and you look at the things that you build and you say, okay, what am I maintaining? What have I built? The disease in your body, if you dehydrate it, you know what I'm saying? You have to maintain that, which means that you have to not drink any water. Don't put anything, some of that spring water in you that's going to hydrate you. Take sips of the water. So now we get to this point now, you've maintained what you've built. Same thing, assets, liabilities, whatever it is. Now we're in this point where we advance it, right? So now you get to the advancement state. So now you built up yeah, you know I mean your body. Let's say let's utilize body or business. It can go with either way. You got your body here. You've maintained it. I'm used to this now. Now you got to challenge yourself. Okay, I got this. I got the leg modeling contract. Everything working out. Yeah, you know I mean I'm strong as hell. Now let's get to the next level though. What can we do with this? I'm not satisfied no more with this. I'm not content no more with this. You understand me? I need to go to the next level. Yeah, you know I mean so now you create a bigger goal. Because you've learned how to maintain that state. 
That's easy now. So now it's going for bigger goal. Now, this is actually secrets to life. That you don't never become stagnant. You don't never become content. Because when you get to that building stage, it's all motion. Now you build, you maintain. Now you advance. You build, you maintain, you advance. Now people can be advancing their chronic illnesses or they can be advancing their body into an even healthier state. They can be advancing their debt crisis or they can be advancing themselves into, you know, better credit. You understand me? Business credit, whatever it is, you know, just wealth of assets. You you build, you maintain, you advance. Say it with me now. You build, maintain, advance. So this is important when a person thinks about um, um, their life and where they're at right now and whatever stage you're at. You're building something, you maintain, advance. And some things you need to break down, rebuild, maintain that, then advance it. You understand me? So the mentality of when you think about getting income, when you think about focus, you understand me? What got you to build up your focus in the first place to where you was able to actually go complete and accomplish something? What got you to a point where, you understand me, you had the ambition to get to where you are? How come you didn't maintain that? See, you got content. Content, now that erodes a person's ambition. You understand me? When you become content and satisfied with the status quo instead of going to that stage of advancement. See, what a lot of times we do is we build something up. But we don't practice maintenance. You get into a relationship. It was good. It was in a googly eye face. You feel me? It was cool. It was in a, it was in a stage. But the maintenance, that's the hardest part. Once you get into a house and you move into a new spot, you understand me? And everything is in this perfect place. Once you move one thing out, you got to put it back in place to like it the same way. Or you got to advance it and make it look better than what you had it before. But once you advance it, now you're going to have to maintain your advancements. So in life, you have to set, you know what I mean, the parameters of your actions. That's what I be doing. This stuff ain't easy. I love the not easy part. <laughs> I love the not easy part, man, because, you know, I'm one of them great soldiers that God give his greatest battles to. You know what I'm saying? Um, so as I'm working, I'm always thinking of updating myself. You know what I mean? Updating myself consistently and keeping yourself building. One of the things that the average person on the line can do right now, man, is get into coding. Build yourself up to have a sort of mindset that can get into coding. Coding will be a useful um, skill set for anybody that actually takes it on. And it's something that you can start at an old age, early age, young age. It's just another language for a person to learn. My good brother, um, Digital, does it over there. Um, and I'm supposed to be working with him at some point in time, hopefully. You know, he started his coding career when he was locked up in prison. And then he took it on the road when he got out, taught his daughter how to code. And now he's speaking all across the country. And he's he's teaching other people to code because that's our future. Um, one of the biggest crowd studies that was ever done was during the 1964 L.A. riots. And they were studying black people's emotions. Sorry, they were studying the characteristics of the crowd. And they really wanted to understand us so that they can utilize us um, in order to be able to uh, control us. Now, if you look at the fact that they were studying us back then and all of the things that was happening, they were studying the, the wood stores that we skipped, you know what I mean? Uh, our selectivity and bias during our crowd, you know, uh, 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 chaos. They studied that to know how to control the crowd mind and how to get you to think like the crowd mind. Now, of course, this was before the inception of so much technology. 
But at the same time, there was still mind control that existed, and it was actually put out inside the newspaper at that time. But of course, we never really paid attention to things of that nature. Um, and so now you look at, we entering into the decade of AI. You know what I mean? Now, this is going to be harder for people to focus because the algorithm is going to have your data down. So they're going to know exactly how to target you, how to get you to think a certain way. They know your bias, your selectivity. You understand me? They know how to trigger your emotions. They know what you believe, what you think, because you were constantly giving them our information. Now, see, the thing is, if we were constantly advancing, it'd be harder for the algorithm to control us. But we are people of... Uh, easy to be able to track because most people are not that difficult most people are not that sophisticated you understand me once you have uh, a, a certain number of data uh, tracks on them that they're going to follow that particular pattern you understand me so the goal is is that we really want to have more sophisticated leaders you understand me um, but at the same time you have to have critical thinking because as you utilize these mobile apps it's going to be harder for you to discern which one are your thinking or have you influenced, been influenced or collaborated with someone else's thinking. Now, AI, and Brother just asked a good question, how can AI be used in a positive way? AI can be used in a very positive way if we use it. Now, we got that's why I say get encoding because we, we can't use it if we don't know how to use it. Now, we can buy our own data, right? If we buy our own data and we target each other, now, if we target each other righteously, it means that we target each other with black business. We target each other with our own propaganda and campaigns. The same way if you walked outside and every billboard in your community was telling you to do something positive, was telling you about black business, was telling you about how to spend your money in a certain way, was telling you about real estate and things of that nature. Social media becomes your curation of advertisement, marketing, influence to your mind. Right. So now you're actually starting to see us build certain things. We're working to maintain it and we're working to advance it. So we actually have to be able to settle on the best parts. Unobliged Muhammad always talk about settle on the best parts. Means that, of course, there's a lot of negative happening. You understand me? Yes, everybody doesn't want to unify. It's going to be a lot of people who go talk that shit, but they ain't going to do it. They ain't going to live it. You understand me? They go look like it, but they ain't going to really go practice it. You understand me? But that's okay because then it's going to be the authentic ones who don't even look like it, but they practice it. So you also have to learn not to have your bias and wanting things to look a certain way. You have to experience things as they are. And once you come into the design of a person's character, you have to believe in it. You have to function with them people. Because sometimes it's like, you know, as a man, we very visual creatures. And when you're younger, you want the baddest thing looking like she bad as hell, like. Mm, mm, mm. And then as you get older, you feel like, nah, I need somebody to go help me build. I need somebody to care. And she's still going to have to be attractive. You know what I'm saying? But she ain't got to be like what I've been fed from the media as far as what's attractive. I realize the quality of her character and her essence as a feminine, divine woman that can help me build out my purpose. I can help her build out hers. That's what I'm really looking for. Then you start to be attracted to different things. You know what I'm talking about? So, anything, anyway. Um, <laughs> that's where we go from. You, we mature. You understand me? We mature instead of wanting things to look a certain way because we've been fed that. This is what a revolutionary look like. This is what successful has looked like, blah, blah, blah. And you start to interact with things based on what they truly are. You understand me? So there where we are right now is to be able to notice what's in front of your face, who you looking at, what they really doing. Like, just take a second to be able to really, um, gauge people and be like all right if a person talks let's say if a person talks group economics 
but they by themselves and they don't practice group economics. Well, that's a clear filter to be like, all right, somewhere there's a disengagement. Doesn't mean that this person is evil. It means that maybe they haven't matured to learn how to actually practice it or they just been in the wrong space the entire time. But then on the flip side, you see somebody, you understand me, that doesn't really speak about group economics in the most knowledgeable way, but they practice it in the most effective way. Now, the person you want to follow, you can get information from this person, but you go get the true knowledge from the other person that practices it because that person is living it while the other person is talking it. You understand me? And we have to be able to connect with those people that's living it because it's going to be easier for you to be able to build with that person. You understand me? So that's how we get to that point of advancement because we can't build relationships on false foundations. You know what I'm saying? So... Anyway, man, I came on here and I know I got to actually do another live in a little bit, but um, I want you just to take that second to audit your life and think about what you're building, what you're maintaining and what you're advancing. You know what I mean? And once you take ownership of that, then you had a power to create solutions for the problems that you recognize. Now, um, I was giving people the opportunity. I'm going to be shooting nine more episodes this month. And I got eight slots filled, and uh, I'm only working with select advertisers, marketers, brands, and businesses uh, for my podcast. So if you're interested in being a sponsor for my podcast, this is a way to do cross-branding. I bet you to become your influencer. You're going to get, um, you're going to be able to get all of my, matter of fact, let me go ahead and do you a quick presentation I'm talking about. Let your product, business, or service go where my podcast grows. Join the 19 Keys podcast family. Um, and it's important because, you know, like 50% of the world, you know what I mean, about to be on podcast soon enough. Um, and everybody's getting into audio. And so you want to kind of get ahead of the curve, especially with there being over, like, I forgot they said it's 50 million or some kind of podcast in the world, now think about if you spend some of your advertisement budget with that and you're able to get into the audience of these people. Not, not everybody is going to have the amount of streams that I'm going to get. You understand me? But some people will. You understand me? But here's the thing. You don't always have to go for the big fish because you got enough little fish. You can still create a big meal. So um, what you want to do is you want to find brands, you know what I mean, that's really starting to grow so you can grow with them, especially as a business, as a product. Because if, hold on, let me go here. No, let me go here. Mm-mm, you ain't ready for all of that. No, you ain't ready for that. Uh-uh, you ain't ready for that. Anyway, I was trying, looking for a particular slide. I think it's this one. Yeah, it's crazy that South Korea is actually number one in listening to podcasts. But it's important, man. I'm just trying to give y'all some game because um, this is something you can utilize. And if you have a business, you should have a podcast. Because it's direct way for you to talk to your customers about your business and let them know who they support in this well. So it's a 51 of the 51% of US population has listened to a podcast. 49% of podcasts listening is done at home. 22% of listening is done in the car. Um, so, of course, we have increased to where we not actually... It's for the people who driving and the people who not driving because you can do both. You understand me? You can have two people in a car. One person listens to a podcast. The other one listens to a radio. Thanks now that we have headphones. So you can't even look at it per car now. Like people are splitting up and the amount of people listening to podcasts has gone up significantly. So I talked about this last year at the beginning of the year. Um, 
And I said that a lot of you all are not seeking opportunities that's right in front of you. You understand me? Um, like the we're not extracting the most out of the value that we could be getting from each other, utilizing the foundation of corrective relationships. You understand me? And it's sad because a person to follow me for three years, right? And they got a business that they've been running for 10 years. And they might DM me, ask me a question. You know, 10% of them go trying to get a consultation. Um, but you don't understand that the best thing you could have done from all of those years watching me from 500 followers up to 100,000 and anybody else that you followed, you could have asked them to, look, let me get a three to six month contract, you know what I mean, on all of your next YouTube shows and I'll pay you three to $5,000. Why? Because your brand would have grown while they brand grew. You understand me? Your logo would have been there. They've been talking about your product and they're going to be doing it while their price is increasing. Because as their audience increases, so does their price because the value goes up because they're reaching a vaster and a bigger audience. So instead of just watching the influencers, the one way that you can participate and the same way if you're watching Power on TV, wouldn't you want a commercial to pop up in Power or your product to be in there if that's a show that you're always watching? The same thing with the social media channels. Tap in. You know what I mean? But not even just the podcast because the way mine works is if I make a podcast, I'm shooting video. So now that I'm shooting video, that I'm also going to be putting these videos on my YouTube. I'm going to put them on my Facebook. I'm going to put them on my Instagram. So now it increases where the channels are spread. It's not even just in audio. So now, so therefore, in every clip that I put out, you're going to have your logo right there or possibly your product right there. So one of them hits 50,000, another hit 30,000, and then another one shared by, you know, 100 people. One is sent to 1,000 people. So now your product and your brand has went everywhere my brand has just went. But you're not taking the time to DM people and ask some questions like, yo, how can I do this? You're not, you want to spend all your money on Facebook ads and things of that nature because that's what you were taught. But the important thing is doing the influencer marketing because the harder thing to get right now is people's trust, right? So you create you a new product, right? And maybe people want to buy it. Maybe they don't. But why, why should they want to buy it when there's other products on the market? So in order to do that is, guess what they go do? The same reason we know when something works, we ask family, we ask friends, we ask peers, we get reviews, we want social proof. But you don't just want social proof. You want proof of somebody you can trust. So if you get your favorite influencer brand or whatever it is, you know what? I need you with my product. I need you to review it. You understand me? So once they do that, then you automatically connect yourself to the trust that the marketer or the uh, uh, the influencer has with their audience. Hey, Gary Gilliam, I'm going to send you a DM right after this, bro. I'm going to send you a DM. Uh, I seen you the little deck I just put together today. Um, but I appreciate you, good brother, and I love what you're doing out there. So I just want people to think in a creative capacity because we get stuck in the design that we were given, and that's not the most effective way to move about the world. So when people be asking me what I do, I do business. I do business thinking. I do creative capacity. I do design thinking. I do product development. You understand me? I do brand strategy. I do you know a, 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 a myriad of different things. I don't need to go into everything. I consider myself to be a young, rich, black guy, so people get it messed up because when you speak the truth, 
You understand me? Then they don't think of you as, oh, you're a marketer, you're a businessman, you're an entrepreneur. They think of you in the light of this poor, righteous teacher because we've been taught in all the media and all the information that we've given that when a person speaks the truth like this, they're impoverished. They don't have no power. They're not entrepreneurs. No, you have to learn how to connect the dots. I'm polymathic, meaning my skill set spans in many different areas. I'm a universal thinker. So in that, it allows me to be more creative with my execution. You understand me? And so if you think like this as well, when you use these tools, they won't be using you. You'll be able to get the most out of them. It's like people that judge me based off uh, and probably judge everybody based off they go to your page. They look at just the post you put up there. Now, you are not your Instagram page. This is just a page where you put up two to three, four posts per day with pertinent thoughts that you want people to be able to take, you know what I mean, perceive great, some great information from and everything. And so, yes, sir, official. So it's like, that's not the whole picture. Now, some people are smart. They say, well, if this was one minute, then let me go get the full hour. Now, some people, are, they will go to YouTube, they'll get the full hour, maybe 10 minutes from IGTV, another hour from the YouTube, because they said that wasn't enough gems. Some people are just happy what they fix. You understand me? They just want what I like to call conscious junk food. The same way vegans eat vegan junk food. Now, okay, you're not consuming negative content, right? The same way a vegan is not consuming meat-based products, but are the products that you're consuming good for your health. Now, there are some vegans who go vegan for the planet. I get that. They're thinking about global warming. They want all the catastrophes to stop happening. They want the animals to stop being murdered like it's happening in Australia with 500 million or something crazy out there than being killed and murdered. I get that. You understand me? The evaporation of the... The water is making it hotter and things of that nature and the earth is just going in a crazy spin right now. I get that. Best reason you should go vegan is for your own health. That's indicative of self-love. It'll last longer. Now, my point of that was, and let me drink some water. Because I almost forgot my point. Now, my point of that is, is that when you go do any of these things, you know what I mean? You want to make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. So people like to take in conscious junk food. So conscious junk food is information that's not really pertinent to your health. It's not really pertinent to your mental wealth. We're going to put that there, your mental wealth. It means that you can't really utilize that information to do anything with it. But you just sit here and watch the whole hour on information about 3,000-year-old transcriptions. You know what I mean? And you just wanted to learn some information. But it don't it don't does nothing to help you get into your mental wealth. You understand me? It don't nothing to get you to your goals, your business, whatever it is. And there's a lot of conscious junk food out there that exists. It tastes good to consume it. Yeah, it does. You understand me? And it's not particularly negative to you, but it's also not really conducive of your enlightenment. So it's a lot of negative junk food and it's addictive. Because when you listen to that negative junk food, I mean, when you listening to that conscious junk food, man, you're like, damn, this is cool. It tastes good, though. Brother about there spitting them bars. You understand me? Getting all this kind of information. I'm getting all my conspiracies fed to me in one swoop. You can't wait to get some more conscious junk food. You understand me? See, we are people that love my uh, my good brother, Dr. Collard, the late Dr. Collard. He said, while he was interviewed, they asked him, are you an entertainer? He said, I'm not an entertainer, but... You know, I like to speak with information and inspiration. And he said, we are rhythmatic people. 
And he was explaining how you got to give it to our people in a certain way where they can digest it. But when they digest it, make sure it's something good for them. You know what I'm saying? Because you have we we'll sit there and listen to some conscious junk food all day long. And you want to have conversations with other people about this conscious junk food because you want to let them know how it tastes. But I'm not about to sit there and listen to you just have a whole conscious junk food conversation. You know what I mean? Talk, brother, let's talk about this conspiracy. Talk, no, I don't want to talk about that shit. I don't want to talk about the, uh, uh, what happened in Kemet 50,000 years ago. You understand me? When you don't understand what's happening right now that can change your life, let's talk about business. Let's talk about how we can raise the aggregate efficiency of our products, our services, and our economic. Let's talk about creating lateral infrastructure. Let's talk about learning new vocabulary and words so we can express ourselves to get ourselves out of this condition. Let's talk about formula, strategies, plans, and organization. Let's talk about ownership, LLCs, you know what I mean, patents, intellectual property. Trade, stocks, investment, baby bonds. Let's talk about different things so that it actually has applicable change. I don't like always constantly coming back and dealing with mindset, but you got to have mental wealth to actually build physical wealth. And a lot of us are mentally poor, which means that we can't afford to focus. We can't afford discipline. We can't afford to think. We can't afford to execute because we don't have enough mentally healthy thoughts in our mind that we can pull off of and utilize to deposit our actions into. So, no, I ain't got time to just give you conscious junk food. I got to give you responsibility and I got to give you solutions and knowledge and smarts that's pertinent to being valuable to you. But that also requires you to ask the right questions. If you're listening to somebody and they say, look, I just I just I just did a quarter million dollars in business last year. So now that should prompt thoughts. That should prompt questions. How did you do that? How did you create your product? What was your marketing strategy? What was the cost of it? Ask questions based on what people are doing, not just what they're giving you. You have to be able to understand that. You understand me? Like I run a team. I run businesses. You understand me? I travel to work. How is these things happening? I didn't just wake up. I definitely weren't given anything. Everything had to come through smart work. You understand me? Creative work. Utilizing my creative capacity. I'm a revolutionary just in the sense that I set an example, but also when I physically meet people, you understand me, and touch them in real life. I don't just have a social media president create my social media. I've been here. I magnify and utilized because that's what you use a tool for. And for so long, they tried to make this demonize this tool in a sense that they didn't want you to think it was cool to utilize this to get your success because they know you will go all in but it's what we're supposed to be doing so yeah no just conscious junk food man i want y'all to um um get started on something you got to have something that you build something you maintain something you advance you know what i mean so please start advancing your mindset uh another thing when food we eat, man, um, I was studying inflammation, and I think some of you all caught that live, and I put it on YouTube, man, and I gave some very good information about it. Um, if you don't know what the food does to you, and you don't know what's in the food, that means you should stop eating. Think about that for a second, because every time we put food in our body, it does something to us. Now, certain food that have chemicals, certain parts of your body can be actually be allergic to those chemicals, which can create inflammation. You understand me? And so once your parts of your body is allergic to the chemicals within a food, your body starts to attack itself, sending white blood cells over there to start eating up healthy uh, uh, things within your body that it's not supposed to. 
So you having body aches, you having mental uh, 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 health issues and um, diseases and chronic illnesses that start to come from it. And you don't even know why. Because you don't understand the food that you're eating. You go look at the box and it has all these lists of chemicals, but you don't know what reaction it has when it goes into your body. See, everything you eat is either killing you or is either healing you. So when you see anti-inflammatory on products, why do you think that's such a big deal? It's because all of these diseases, or not all of them, but a lot of them are connected to inflammation in the body. Inflammation is the body's uh, response system to a harm or attack to protect itself. You understand me? So that also happens when you're eating food. It triggers your immune system response. And so now your immune system is responding, but it's going to places to where it's like when your white blood cells come and they eat up the negative germs, right? So if you get a cut on your your uh, your arm, you understand that your antihistamines, I mean your histamines start to react and the microglia, not microglia, but the interstitial fluid and you get a cut. And the white blood cells start to come, and then the uh, the inflammation happens because it really enlarges your cells. Anyway, I'm not gonna go into all of it. But when the white blood cells come in, they attack the germs, the unhealthy stuff. But when you eat a food that has chemicals in it, you activate that same system of response. So now it's like your white blood cells are shooting, but it's eating healthy stuff because it triggered the same response that happens when your body's going through harm and going through that immune system. You understand me? No, ma'am, at all. Mm-mm-mm. So we got to know what we eat and what we putting in our bodies and what we doing to ourselves. The same thing when we watching social media, uh, we listening, to, we spreading propaganda. This is a this is something that happened today, and it's something that's going to continue to happen. Um, Kasim, you don't know who Kasim is, but the propaganda that the media is going to be spreading is Operation Get You to Hate Kasim. Why? Because they need you to hate him as the American people to go along with the propaganda that they're spreading. They need you to feel good about what Donald Trump just did. You're going to want to feel good about what Donald Trump just did because you want to feel safe and you don't want to feel like your government is against you. So you can see to the propaganda so you can feel safer about what's happening. That's the reality. That's how things work. So there was a story that's being spread about a young black boy that was in the army and he got killed um, through some sort of attack. Now, I haven't seen any propaganda about this before this happened. All of a sudden, this is being spread around. Why? Because it's part of propaganda. The army creates propaganda to support the troops because they know that the people do not support the war. You understand me? And so it's amazing um, that we get caught up in it because propaganda is utilized to control the thoughts of the people and to implement certain ideas. So we have to be careful when we utilize our media channel. Even if you feel a certain way, you don't have to utilize it, publicize it to other people to get them to think that because you don't know the root source of it. Mm, you, you don't even know you're spreading the armies and, and, and the U.S. government propaganda. We got to be careful when we don't know the source of these things and we just spread and stuff, just spread and stuff, we become a dis-ease to our people because we just spread in this just junk. So, yes, entertainment, gossip, bullshit is easier to sell, escapism, because people want to escape the conditions of their reality because they don't want to take responsibility and ownership for it.
And that's why 2020 is year of ownership, because it makes you a critical thinker. It puts you in a driver's seat to be able to create your solutions. So regardless of what happening around you, you have to win your daily battle and you have to win on a consistent level. Now, I'm open to take a couple of calls before I get out of here um, because I had to do uh, I'll be speaking in Atlanta, I believe, on the 18th. Uh, for the sex trafficking rally, 10,000 men that's going to be out there because of the conditions of what's happening in our sister. There's also some issues of what's happening in Mississippi, I believe, with the prison. Um, and I want everybody to go learn about that. I posted it on my page. There's brothers that's out there living in uh, horrendous conditions to where they're being murdered. They're being starved. They have to live in egregious positions to where egregious positions to where it's inhumane, you know what I mean? They violating their rights, they treating them like dogs. One of our biggest battles is the fact that our brothers, literally our brothers and our sisters are living in conditions in prison that make them worse and make them unfit to be rehabilitated once they get out of those conditions because they've went through so much trauma that they're now stuck in trauma and survival mode. So they go through mental splits and breaks and they can't be reconditioned into society anymore. And so they breaking the guys down and treating them worse than slaves and treating them like slaves and nobody even cares. Because why? Once they criminalize, they're being thrown into that 13th Amendment and they've been made slaves and nobody cares about a slave. You understand me? They put into the private prison industries and just being treated like cattle and dogs. You understand me? Being raped and being murdered and being just—it's a—it's—it's it's, it's just torturous. It's torturous. You know what I mean? And we don't care enough, and that's sad because it happens every single day. And we need something of a mean. We need some kind of rally to happen before we take uh, really we take a look at every prison in every state. And we need to, as a people, require a collective audit of all of them in these conditions. You understand me? I know it's not something people care about, but these are the society that gets rehabilitated or gets sent back into the public. You understand me? These are supposed to be facilities that's supposed to be good for these brothers to be able to come. Not good in a sense that where you're having a good time, but the point of putting a person into a prison system is not so that they can come out to go back in, or at least it shouldn't be. But that's the point of the people who own it. Our point as a people, if our sons get caught in impoverished conditions, you know what I mean? They live in places to where they're being attacked. You can. You, did you know that eating the wrong foods is connected to criminality? Study it. Eating the wrong. And I'm gonna do a whole. I'm gonna do a whole um, live on this and I'm gonna do a breakdown on how even eating the wrong foods. You understand me? It's connected to criminality and aggressiveness and the behavior that it causes within some of these young brothers. So we've been, they've been put in conditions. I've, I was one of them. I've been locked up. I've had my cases. You know what I mean? And the sad thing is, is that we just don't care. But who has time to care when you're still putting yourself or you're still working on your own conditions? I just sent my young brother, put $200 on his books. My older brother just got out of jail. It's terrible. This prison industrial complex. They said something on poverty. They said, you know, this ain't about race. It's about class. And he was probably, he was partly right about that. Partly right. Because even poor whites, Mexicans, Asians, all of them, you get caught up in a cycle. Because the top elites, they just want power. And being able to maintain their power. 
You understand me? So for one, um, there's a, I believe there's a PayPal that you can assist. You go to my good brother, my sign, the general, the freedom project, I think is what it's called. If not, um, he'll have it up on his page. If that's what you want to go check out. Um, but yeah, man, do your part, help, do your part, help, do your part, help. It only takes, um, all of us to do a little, and that's how we do a lot together. Um, <clears throat> so I'm taking to the callers now. Let's see what we get. All right. I'm starting at the top. Um, Nijuya, you might've expired. Let's see, let's see, let's see. You got to re-request because um, I'm not able to add you. So if you re-request, then I can add you back onto the line. Man, that sun going down. That's what's up. Actually, it goes down too fast now. Any news? Any new release on the Star and Crescent? Nah, no new release right now. We're working on a bunch of different stuff. All right. Oh, well, yeah, let me see. All right, Mr. 513. Oh, hold on. Oh, wait a minute. Let's see, let's see. Yeah, it's not letting me request you. You got to request it so I can add you in. That means you got to scroll to the top. Anyway, we'll get more opportunity later. Um, I appreciate y'all for tapping in. You already know it's 19 Keys with Electrical Thought Patterns and Conversations. Um, And this has actually been a podcast recording. You know what I mean? Think critical, build, maintain, advance. Tap in. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.